This is Kyle Juszczyk, and you're listening to Nothing But Niners. This is Charles Haley. You're listening to Nothing But Niners. So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field, and Garrison Hurt takes advantage of it. He takes the handle, takes to his right, gets to the 20. He's in the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks a third tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's out of the 20. He's out of the 10. He's out of the 5. He's in the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. 49ers. 96-yard run from scrimmage. Garrison Hurt breaking tackle after tackle. Swings down the sideline. Throws off bodies like clothes after a marathon. Young, back to throw. In trouble, he's going to be sacked. No, gets away. He runs, gets away again, goes to the 40, gets away again, to the 35, cuts back at the 30, to the 20, the 50, the 10. He died. Touchdown, 49ers. Third down, Alex takes the snap. Alex looking down in post, and it's good. It's your boy Mike from the Nothing But Niners crew, and guys, we have a jam-packed episode for you guys tonight, and I'm still going to try to make it quick. How about that, huh? But if this is your first time here, I want to thank you guys for checking us out, man. We're going to run right to these formalities, okay? We start every show the same exact way. Hit that like button, hit that subscribe button, and turn on those notifications in case you don't have them turned on already. We bring you guys impromptu shows just this afternoon. I stayed home from work, had to take the kids out of the dentist, and I was like, you know what, man? I got time today. And so, boom, we just did a show, right? If you don't have those notifications turned on, you won't know when we're going live. So it's very important that you turn those notifications on, okay? We want you to follow us on some of our social media platforms. We have Twitter and Snapchat. Those handles are nothing but nine ERS. That is the number nine, nothing but nine ERS. We also have Facebook, Instagram, as well as Twitch. Those handles are nothing but niners. That is spelled all the way out. Spaces in between, maybe some underscores or something like that. But there are no numbers in there anywhere make sure you follow us on those platforms nothing but niners all right we have patreon guys get on over there man we got some good stuff coming to you guys this week on patreon man might have to spill some beans on a couple of things you know so head on over there patreon.com slash nb9 ers make sure you get there before it's too late don't be the last one to join uh regular season is going to be here soon we're going to be back to doing our shows over there and i have some special special things i've been working on for you guys for this coming season it's going to be a lot of fun so get on over there patreon.com slash nb9 e r s all right now we have an email you guys want to send us some questions comments concerns suggestions for the show guests you want us to speak to things like that head on over man nb9 ers and nothing but niners.com all right that's going to be your place to go to send the email communicate with us man i'd like to talk back to people as well all right i'm your guy mike andrews 83 on twitter I will be joined in a couple of minutes by my guy, Wayne Breezy. He's going to be in here, man. And shout out to everybody in the chat. You guys are phenomenal. Look at you. Man, what's up? Are y'all excited yet, man? We got scrimmages happening at, at practice. We haven't even put on the pads to practice against another team or anything. And the boys are already out there coming to fisticuffs. Kyle Shanahan having to stop things. Man, 
y'all have to be as excited as I am. Like, I can almost taste it. And then somebody told me, oh, 49ers, hey, my bro, anything, 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 anything we can do to help. I'm glad you saw it. I'm glad you got it and everything. But, you know, we got you, man. We got you, man. All right? Keep fighting, bro. Keep fighting. Um, <clears throat> we, uh, we, we, someone told me that training camp starts on Thursday. I mean, not training camp. The, the, the Hall of Fame game is on Thursday. Is that real? Don't, don't tease me with a good time, guys. Don't tease me with a good time because that is going to be incredible. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's all oh, I forgot to say. Did I, no, I did say, I did say. All right. So I'm trying to stall until my man Wayne gets on. Now, he said that he was just walking in the door. Y'all know Wayne's the hardest working man in the industry. So what we're going to do is we're going to stun on him. I'm going to put my Niners glasses on. These are the official sunglasses of the San Francisco 49ers. All right. I don't know if these are the official ones or not, but they gave them to me. I got them from the 49ers folks. All right. If you guys have these glasses, well, let me let me let me shut up. All right. Yes, I want to hear Brian Young's speech. You know, I'm really looking forward to Hall of Fame weekend, man. It's going to be a lot of fun. I will be honest with you guys. There's not a lot of Hall of Fame speeches I watch live. This guy be this this is going to be the one. My favorite football player ever ever y'all know i have to go over there y'all know i gotta go over there and watch that live man that's gonna be a great one right that's gonna be a great one peachy making fun of me because i said skirmishes i'm sorry peachy man is that that the old term i even said fisticuffs that might be older than skirmishes like who says fisticuffs i don't know what's wrong with me y'all y'all heard some of the crazy stuff i say on here soup the nuts like i i just I, i don't know I don't, by the way, I did hear someone else say soup to nuts. It's not just a mic thing, all right? It's not just a mic thing. But we do have a couple of things to get to here. Uh, Wayne and I did a brief show earlier today talking about the little um, the little outing that happened there, man. Uh, the team was coming to blows, man. Brandon Ayuk squared up to fight Fred Warner again. Not not like period, again. Like this, this is the second time. And Kyle Shanahan has the pause practice. Was ready to throw fists before the dog pile crashed on him. These guys are getting heated, man. These guys are getting heated. And I thought for sure we were going to get a chance to hear from those guys today at the pressers, and they did not do that. In fact, they avoided all but one wide receiver, and I understand why Debo got to speak. Um, They avoided linebackers. They went with Drake Jackson and Debo. And then even when they went with Debo, the 49ers media did a terrible, terrible job of putting it out there. The, the audio was messed up. They cut the video short, but there are links out there. If you guys want to see Debo's presser, he answered a lot of questions. I'm really, really waiting for Wayne to get in here because there's some stuff that I want to talk here. I'm going to probably piss off some people in tonight's episode. So I'm apologizing now. I'm just an opinionated person, guys. I have to tell you guys what's on my mind. So is that a what? Someone just said something about a chosen. Oh, I can't find it. Oh, it's that Jersey air, Mike. Aha. Baracha. All right. So I guess I'm done stalling, man. I'm going to get to some of these things that happened today that I want to talk about with you guys. So uh, the first one here is going to be about the progress of our quarterback in Trey Lance. Okay. How do I put my. uh... Oh, wait. I think I figured it out. Oh. 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 Oh, 
I like I like this. Okay, cool. All right, so let me share a screen with you guys here. Let's talk about this really quick, guys. Uh, so you guys know what's going on in camp and everything, right? Camp is getting really, really interesting, and I like to hear about growth. I want to hear about players improving. More importantly, I want to hear about our quarterback improving, right? Trey Lance is out there. This young man is coming in, and he is working as hard as he can. But here we are seeing some of the benefits of it right here. Rob Lauder tweets out, Trey Lance continues to make the most of a of the nonstop assault from, 40, from the 49ers defense. There were multiple plays where Lance evaded pressure and fired the ball downfield. A couple sidearms to George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk down the middle, raising eyebrows. No turnovers today. This is a loaded, well-written tweet by my guy Rob Lauder. Now, the reason why this is such an interesting tweet, first of all, like he said, the pursuit has been relentless, all right? They have been getting after Trey the entire time since since we've heard about training camp starting, right? Five practices in, six practices. They don't care. They are getting after him with pads, without pads. They've been getting after him, and they continue to do that. But what I'm liking about this is hearing the fact that Trey Lance is able to adjust. He's able to fight through it and still come on and do what he needs to do. He's finding his playmakers down the field. He's finding his playmakers across the middle on the move. Listen, a part of uh, what I heard Debo say today in this presser was we have the best defense in the NFL, right? And if he can go out there and move and still function, still hit players, still find ways to make plays against this defense, I, I don't want to disrespect any of the teams, but just, just imagine what it's going to be like against some of them other boys. You know what I'm saying? Like, just imagine what it's going to be like when we go up against teams with lesser talent on the defensive side of the ball. Like, it's it's really, really, really interesting to me. And I like hearing that. Now, the flip side to this is, when is the offensive line going to get him some help? I've heard some positive things about some individuals on the offensive line. I heard some positive things about Aaron Banks, right? That That's got to be the biggest positive considering where he was last year. But then you also hear that Aaron Banks is getting blown up by Alex Barrett and he's 250 pounds. So you take the good with the bad. One rep loss does not say that he's not a good offensive lineman anymore. So I kind of, I kind of get that, but it is definitely something you want to keep your eye on because if you keep hearing those kind of reports where they're doing that in the one-on-ones, then all of a sudden you're in a lot of trouble. Oh, I didn't send Wayne the link. I apologize, man. My bad, bro. Uh, I thought I did, but let me let me send it back to him. I'm sorry, buddy. Um, yeah, so, um, you know, like, if if it's something that you keep hearing about, then it's dangerous, you know? And I like this. I like this here, right? James Williams, Mike. What is Debo supposed to say? That the defense is mediocre? It's a good question. It's a good question, right? And when in the presser, he says, and I quote, we have one of the best. No, we have the best defense. See, what he's supposed to say is we have one of the best defenses or there's a lot of talented guys on the defense. Players know how to say certain things without lying. You know what I'm saying? There's ways to be nice about certain situations and certain scenarios without saying, 
and declaring the best, right? People don't say, hey, yeah, Trent Williams is, is a he's a top five left tackle. They don't do that. They'll tell you Trent Williams is the best left tackle in the NFL. Hell, you ask the right person, they'll say Trent Williams is the best player in the NFL. Hey, if you know, you know. If you know, you know. But my point is, he corrected himself in the midst of that statement, James. He could have said what he started to say. We have one of the best. No, and then he stopped himself. No, we have the best defense in the NFL. Who am I to disagree? Look at the depth on that defensive line. Have y'all heard how locked down Javarius Ward has been all camp? And I'm hearing Emmanuel Mosley don't want to be outdone. I'm hearing Jimmy Ward is like, hold on now. I'm the vet here. I'm the guy with the proof. Don't ask me. Just go back and listen to it. Go back and listen to it. It's, 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 he could have said one of the best. He said the best. And again, that's why I like what I'm hearing from Trey Lance. Hey, keep the pressure coming. If I can function in this chaos right here, if I can function in this chaos, imagine what I can do later on. I was watching Wayne and John Chapman earlier on today, and Wayne was talking about uh, he had this duh moment, right? Or duh, 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 duh. He's, he sang it somehow in a way that only Wayne can do it. But he was talking about how people said Trey Lance is looking better with the offensive line looking better. And he said, basically, yeah, no, beep. Of course he's going to look. Oh, he's the, you ready, bro? Let me bring you in. I don't have to put words in the man's mouth. The man is right here. The man ain't going to stand for it. Tell me what you said, bro. You was there when you said it. I was listening when you said it. <laughs> Yo, it was, it's like, it's like, they're like, oh yeah, Trey Lance is struggling, you know, blah, 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 blah. And then Trey Lance looked really good today. He had pass protection. Like, if the offensive line is there and the offensive line that's supposed to be there for Trey Lance is there, obviously he's going to play better if the kid has time to throw the ball. Y'all used to say that about Jimmy Garoppolo all the time. Why can't Trey get the same love? Give him an offensive line, he's going to throw the ball. That's why a lot of people are like, man, if this offensive line isn't as good as it's supposed to be, Trey may struggle. The difference is Trey still finds ways to make plays with a bad offensive line, Mike. And that's what I was highlighting right before you jumped on. I'm actually going to, I'll show you again really quick. Um, Cause I think, I don't, I don't think you were down there that long. So I apologize. I wasn't, I think I sent you the, uh, the link afterwards. So I'm gonna do a screen share here. I thought this was a really well-written tweet by our guy, Rob Lauder. Um, I thought that this tweet was very telling on how Trey Lance is improving. Is it on the screen there now? It says Trey Lance continues you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Trey Lance continues to make the most of the nonstop assault from the 49ers defense. There were multiple plays where Lance evaded pressure and fired the ball downfield. A couple sidearms to George Kittle and Brandon Ayuk down the middle, raising eyebrows. No turnovers today. That last sentence, too. No turnovers today. Other than the first day of camp, it's been turnovers every single day against this defense. Mm-hmm. And so I thought that was something that we should highlight, the fact that Trey is learning to function in the midst of the chaos. Bro, the NFL don't want that problem. They don't want that problem, bro. Wait, I tell you, I'm trying to, I, I keep trying to tell people that the NFL, stop comparing Trey Lance to anybody because the NFL has not seen Trey Lance. 
They haven't seen it yet. They have not seen it yet. And so I like the fact that Trey is making those mistakes. I like the fact that Trey, is, even in the mistakes, look at the mistakes. Guess what he's doing? He's throwing the ball away. They're not just sacks. He's getting the ball out. He's getting it out quick. He, he's like, oh, snap, I'm not going to take the sack. That's going to be a loss for my team. I see a receiver in the area. Let me get it out there and, and to where nobody can't catch it. <laughs> it's my 50th show today. It's nah, Tuesday, man. Tuesday is breezy lying. sweeps. I'm, 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 I'm around. You know what I'm saying? I get it around like Tupac. But listen. Hardest working man in the industry. I say it all the time, man. You a croc. I don't know which you, one of y'all do more, bro. I, th- I think Croc, Croc, Croc on TV, TV now. He, he got that. Uh, yeah, he went to New York and done filmed and got some. Yeah, man. Shout yeah. out to Croc, man. Oh, um, speaking of, really quick, don't don't lose your thought, please. Gotcha. I have a fantasy game that I want all of y'all watching to participate in. Okay. All right. It's gonna be an announcement coming later on. I'm gonna have promo codes and all that stuff, just like Croc. But this one's gonna be a little different. I'm excited to bring this to y'all. I can't wait. We're going to do stuff on the screen together and everything. All right, go ahead. Go ahead. Finish, finish it. Th- I'm sorry. Because Trey Lance, like you said, there is no, oh, is he Patrick Mahomes? Oh, is he? It's not. Uh, I need Jackson. us to stop. He's not. He's He is everything. All right. When Kyle Shanahan told you exactly what he wanted in a quarterback at the end of getting his ass handed to him on the Buffalo Bills on a Monday night football game, and he went and during that presser, he sat there and said, I need a quarterback that got the arm like this, that can run like this, that can do this and do that. Kyle went and researched those college football tapes. Why do you think that I kept picking Trey Lance, guys? No, Mike. Why do you think I kept picking? That was that was he told. Sometimes they're telling us exactly what they mean. We're just too slow. When he said it, when he said it, I was like, "All right, it's Justin Fields to Trey Lance." That that's who I thought he was. Legs like Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. Drew Brees. Yes. Yes. It was only two choices in this draft. In that draft, I was only two. And in my opinion. What's the name is more like a Drew Brees? I think Justin Fields might end up being more like that Drew Brees' type of a guy. Even though he right. can move and can run, he's small, he's tiny, he just like he reminds me of a Drew Brees. The work ethic of Trey Lance puts him closer to the Drew Brees category than Justin Fields. It I does. Will, I will admit it. I will it, it absolutely does. admit it right now. It does. I have no problem admitting that. I and, underestimated that young man's work ethic. <laughs> Uncle Bill reading some of these comments. He says, guess what uh uh BA stands for? Badass. Listen, that um Brandon Ayuk. Uh, all right, look, man. First of all, just just understand the, the work that Trey's putting in. You know how you know Trey is dope because even with all the turmoil that goes down in the camp and the way they make it look like he's doing so bad, ain't not one player got something bad to say about this cat. They keep they keep saying, not a player or a coach. And you and you can usually you, you you when something is really bad, it's almost hard to hide it. Them cats, they glow. The moment they like, ask me about Trey Lance, ask right. me about Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. Go ahead, ask me. They glow. Trey Lance, Bruce Leroy, bro. He got the glow. NorCal Bill. <laughs> Oh man, I'm looking like Macho Man Randy. Said, well, I love them glasses. Yeah. All you need is a Slim Jim. Yeah. Oh, does that does that work on keto? Can I eat some gems on keto? It's meat. Processed. 
God dang it, I got through the whole day. I'm too childish. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right, we got we got a lot of other things to discuss though. I don't know if you uh I sent the description somewhere uh about some of the topics that we got on here oh, yeah. today. And uh so we got a show. Yeah, we do, we do, and and you know what? We're not gonna struggle with this one. We're gonna flow, we're gonna do what we do here. All right, so. Uh, the camp fights, like I said, we did a show on it earlier. If y'all haven't seen it, go back and watch that one. We won't touch on it too much, but I will say this. Were you surprised they didn't have any linebackers or other wide receivers speak today other than Debo? I mean, we know why Debo spoke. It was a well, Debo had to speak. Yeah, it was a contract. Right. So we yeah. know why he was there, but they did. Uh, Drake Jackson, special teams coordinator. Uh, Brian, I always say his last name wrong. Schadenheimer? Sh- Schneider? Yeah. Schneider, Schneider. Damn it. Ryan Schneider, and then they did Debo at the end. And then they didn't even want you to hear Debo's. Did you watch it on the 49ers joint? Yeah, the, the, on the YouTube, Debo was muted. But if you watched it on Twitter, it was good. So I don't know yeah. if it was YouTube that had the issue with no, the audio. It was the 49ers, uh, the people who pause it and put the special screen on in between. They never unmuted the mics. So the beat writers that were there actually recorded it uh, and uploaded it to their YouTube pages. No, so I watched it straight I, from I the San Francisco. But I watched it straight from the 49ers. Oh, so they must have a second, a backup feed. A backup they, feed. They already chopped it up and everything and no, they put it out there? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So then the backup feed must have fixed it then. All right. So I watched it on uh, on David Lombardi's YouTube page. Gotcha. He, he recorded the whole thing. We sure give David it. Lombardi a lot of props. It'd be dope if he shouted us out every now and then on his show. Just saying. I think that, I think that might be the first time I ever said his name on this show, actually. <laughs> And I'm no, I wasn't trying to be funny or nothing like that. I'm not, I'm no, not. I, I just I, I, he's he's kind of like a, a statistician type of dude. So I kind of like when he start he breaks down the numbers, like you know what I'm saying. And then he he, play, he, he plays he, some games that I don't I don't like all the time though. He I likes to try you. to pin stuff back to Jimmy G and oh everything gets pinned back to Jimmy G. The, yeah, he started the whole interception thing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. The 49ers threw a total of 11 interceptions all camp last year. They already got 11 now. Dude, Trey only threw three of them joints, bro. Right. Three out of 11. And my tweet to him was three out of 11. Not bad. Right. Right. Exactly. All right. Now, let me talk about this. Peachy's comment here. Even with the exit QB thrown on the sidelines trying to grab all the damn attention. This was a – I'm not going to say a point of – yes, it was a point of contention, but I said what I had to say in the group chat, and I let it go. Wayne, what were your thoughts on Jimmy Garoppolo being on the sidelines while the national media was there today? Jimmy knew exactly what he was doing. This was definitely an attention grab, and I don't care what anybody else out there got to say. You knew it was bad when the NFL Network commentators was like, why is Jimmy here, like, doing this? Like, this could be a problem. And I think it was Steve Mariucci, to be honest. It was one of them. I can't remember who it was. And so it was just like, yo, like – I get Jimmy has to be there. He's obligated to be there. We talked about that. Like it's part, it's in his contract. He has to, it's in the CBA, excuse me, which is part of his contract. He has to be at the practices. Uh, as far as his workout bonus, I believe there's, there's not a workout bonus. Does he have to work out? No. Uh, you do. We already know Kyle Shanahan's going to keep him out. You did notice that Jimmy threw today. I don't know if you peeped that, but Jimmy was throwing today. And I thought the, I thought the NFL network was going to even show it, but they didn't. Uh, but they they were surprised too because they were like, "Yo, man, like, why is Jimmy here?" You know what I mean? And yeah, yep. Mm-hmm. Did you see using the eggplants. <laughs> I'm mm. sorry. Did you see that comment from Peachy with the eggplant symbol? I did, bro. I did. 
<laughs> I think Jimmy Garoppolo actually needed to be there. And so this is this is what my take was on it in the, in the group chat. And uh, y'all can tell me how y'all feel about him being there. Yes. But see, but see, you, you said you think he needed to be there. Now, I, yeah. I agree with that. Not needed in the sense of avoiding the fine, though. No, he needed to be there to pr- to promote him his brand. Like yes. Jimmy, Jimmy's got to get a team, right? It's, and so exactly. the 49ers allowed it to happen, but it was also taking the attention off the one day Trey Lance goes hamburger and cheese. We're not talking about Trey. That that was my thing. The one day Trey gets zero interceptions, he's throwing this, he's throwing that. The attention goes to Jimmy. That's what I have a problem with. But you're right. Go ahead and finish explaining your thought. I, yeah. I agree. No, no, you, you you spoke on it right there, right? So not only not only does Jimmy have to worry about his brand, the 49ers have to show people, hey, Jimmy's okay. He's healthy. He's out there running. He's out there throwing. He's out there stretching. He's just not on the field with the players taking reps, right? So the 49ers have to show what Jimmy Garoppolo is if they're trying to find a trade partner. You understand what I'm saying? And so it's a necessary evil. I understand people aren't happy. Like the fans, the faithful, aren't happy about seeing him, aren't happy about hearing about him. But he absolutely needed to be there today during the national media showing. Because for all the other practices, he was there early. And then when they took the field, he was off to the sideline or heading back inside. He needed to be there during it today. So that way, because I saw a video of Steve Mariucci walking off to the sideline talking to Jimmy one-on-one. You know what I'm saying? And so what's going to happen is Mooch is going to go on NFL Network. He's going to say, you know, I had a nice long talk with Jimmy Garoppolo today when I was out there at the 49ers camp, and he is in great spirits. He is all in. He is ready to rock and roll this season. Like he's – this is politicking. This is what they have to do. Again, it's a a necessary evil. And I just – I have a level of respect for for Kyle and John knowing, hey, national media is here. We can't tuck him away on the side. We got to let them see him. We got to hope that he does something impressive on the sideline and where it gets out. I saw Jimmy Garoppolo throw this beautiful dime about 50 yards down the field. You know how I know the 49ers want this to come out? Because if you listen to Matt Mayoko's podcast, he said that. He was like 50 yards on a rope. I've never heard Matt Mayoko say that about any other quarterback before. The Niners want this word to get out there that they're doing what they need to do. You know what I'm saying? And it's 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 gonna work. I think I think they're gonna find somebody to trade. You know what I'm saying? So I, I like it, man. I like it. I don't now, like it, but I understand it. I don't like it. All right. Okay. Because Uh-oh, it needs to be all about Trey, but I understand business. It is all about trade. They didn't say Jimmy looked good with the team. They didn't say that players. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. The cameras are still on them. When the camera, like I said, if Trey was having a terrible day, they would have made sure those cameras got on Trey's terribleness. But Trey had a great day, and you know you didn't get any national Trey attention. Like, and that's my issue. They're there to see Trey. They were at the 49ers camp today for Trey, but instead Jimmy stole the show. I'll be honest with you. I can't disagree with that, but I I can't agree. With, I didn't see the NFL's coverage of our training camp today. So I don't know how much about Jimmy they talked at all. So I'm not saying you're wrong. I didn't see it. I'm right. Saying, I'm it it was a good chunk of Jimmy. It was a lot on Kyle, right? Kyle was the one that spoke. I'm just talking about like in the background. It would have been cool. Now, you did see some Trey. You did see him snap the ball, but you didn't see him who he threw the ball to or things like that. You saw him make the throw, whatever, whatever. 
I don't know if that's by design, but if that's planned by Kyle Shanahan or whatnot, but they did speak highly on Jimmy. And my thing is, I, the, the, the national media has been painting this crazy picture about Trey Lance. Well, they have the opportunity to to show Trey, and they, they, they bombed it because Jimmy, at the very beginning of practice or whatever or whatnot, took the cameras. I, I ain't going from me. Yeah. It's just what it is. All right. All right. So let's keep this thing moving, man. There was some stuff that I saw today. Ah, Lord, be with me. Get me, get me through this because I don't want to. I'm gonna I'm figure out how to say this stuff the right way today. That's what I'm. That's what my goal is here. Okay. Um, Brian Schneider addressed the media today. Did you get that a chance to see the presser? I did, but it was it was more boring than Nick Bosa's. It was very very bland. It was so. Bl- I was gonna ask you if you had any major takeaways, but it seemed like it was just his day to go up there and he wanted to get through it. The only takeaway, the only takeaway that I got that I even tweeted about earlier was that he feels like the team has improved on special teams from OTAs till now. I have no idea what that means, but that's what he said. He did mention, he did mention a couple of players. He did mention one player. He said he didn't want to single out all the players, but he did mention a player that he felt like was doing really good on special teams. I believe it was was it Talanoa Hufunga. I can't remember who that player was off the top of my head. I, I don't remember who he singled out, but. Okay. I didn't expect to hear from him anymore this offseason. I'm going to tell you why. He has uh, – when he did his presser at the uh, the 49ers uh, State of the Franchise mm-hmm. this year, they asked him if he watched any of the 49ers special teams previously, and he was like, no. And they were like, were there any players that you wanted? He was like, no. He was like, because unfortunately, as a special teams coordinator, I am left with to work with whoever is on the final 53. So I have to look at everybody. So who they had last year isn't going to make a difference. So then you, like you just said, they've improved since OTAs. That's all he's working on. That's all. That's, that's, that's where his, that was his ground zero. Gotcha. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. That's me, Mike. Yeah. 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 Um, You know, so it was like, I, I didn't expect to hear from him again because he's not going to have much to say. He's not looking for, um, He's not he's not looking to give us anything new because he can't give us uh oh because he can't give us anything new. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna go solo layout here. Let me uh Breezy is gonna be right back. Promise y'all. All right, let me refresh. There it is. I got it. It's coming. Give me two seconds. Three, two, one. All right, sent. And my man's gonna be right back. Y'all don't worry. Just a little little hiccup. I think he's gonna help me. With some of the stuff I'm, I'm trying to do too much all at one time so he's gonna help me all right uh yes kevin i did hear danny gray was out there doing this thing today boom i ain't even got to add him see now he can add himself look at that see look at how god won't, won't he do it oh what won't he will <laughs> i did hear that danny gray was out there showing off today man so As you know like should. these are some of the things that we need to hear you know and this all right we here this is this is what I want to talk about. This is this this he's, is what I'm. I'm gonna... He's the people's champ. Wayne. He is a wrestler. Wayne. He is a entertainer. He is George Kittle. Now George Kittle got it. It had better been a Bud Light because I believe he's sponsored by Bud Light. Remember he got the new Kittle Bud beer can. He had it at uh, tight end you. So I'm hoping it was a Bud Light. Bro. Honestly, 
honestly, is this is this professional? Is this appropriate? What's going on now? I know I know everybody loves George Kittle. I got all right. Here we go. I'm gonna show after here's, practice. Here's, he's still he's at work. It's after practice. After work. No, didn't no. It's not after. He went and signed autographs afterwards. Look, here's the tweet. I'm gonna show yeah, you but all. that's after work hours. What they choose to do. 49ers George Kittle shotguns a beer before he signs more autographs. And then, like, like, what? Let me go. Honestly. See, all right. Maybe, maybe I feel like this would be a double standard. If Vernon Davis did that, you think you think this would be just widely accepted? Like, oh, that's so cool. It depends. That is, that is awesome. Do you, th- do you think it would be widely if, accepted by us? If, if Kyle Pitts did that. Would it be widely accepted? Would would it just be cool and acceptable? I don't know because that it doesn't seem like that's their personality. So I would say no. Like I don't think people would accept it because they don't think they wouldn't think that's part of their personality. But a lot of people feel like George Kittle is that type of personality. So you know what I'm saying? Like, I, and and signing autographs is after hours. So you get what you get. <laughs> I'll be if fans come up to me after my clock, I clock out from a, from a show. I'm gonna be I'm gonna be sipping a drink, and whatever comes out of my mouth comes out of my. It, it is what it is. My man had a beer on the field, bro. I just I, I mean, look, may, maybe I'm looking at so, so. Ask yourself this, I, then, Mike. Why was there cooler beers? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I was hoping okay. that shit was like a Pepsi because so, I couldn't see what he dropped. I well, would have it's say, a beer, right? Does it? Does it? Right. it doesn't. Yeah, it could it could have been a juice box. That's what I'm hoping. But the the the, the post said a beer, and then people celebrated him chugging a beer on the field. I I just think it's a double standard. I don't know. People think I hate him, so it's gonna come off the wrong way, and I know it's gonna come off the wrong way. But I just don't think that would have been accepted if if, if that was Trey Lance. What do you think? Oh my God, this 22 year old is out there drinking a beer. At pra- like, come on. You, but then again, it's, it's like that would have been different, bro. But I, it would have been because that's not their personality, Mike. We know Kittle's personality. Like, we know he drank beer. If we knew Trey Lance drank beer, <laughs> neither by nature. If he was black, they would have called him a thug. If, if that's what I'm trying, that's all. Like, that's that's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. I'm not I, trying to be the racy guy because you know I'm not that guy. I'm not saying I'm not I'm not looking at it like that. And I can't tell y'all not to look at it like that. I'm going off of the players and how I how their personalities are. So if it was a black guy with that had that type of personality, and y'all my wait a minute, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on. My hold on. Hold on. I'm trying to shut up. I'm trying to say this without saying the bad words. Okay. Players did cocaine on the sideline. Are we worried about a bear? Wayne, yes, they did. On the sideline, in the locker rooms, players smoke weed in the locker rooms. Bro, you right? got to be kidding me, bro. Tell me one time it was celebrated. I done, I done messed it up. Did I knock my headphones out? Yeah, nope. Now we can't hear you no more. See? see? I'm playing you can't hear me for real? I'm, I was joking. I can hear you. I can hear you. <laughs> I'm just saying. Now tell me one time I the fans. I never said that Michael it was. Irving so, was are you mad? Are you wait, wait, wait? Are you upset that the fans are celebrating this? Are you upset that he drank the beer? Pick one. You can't have both. I don't care that he drank a beer. I, oh, bro, so you're upset like, that the fans I, celebrated it? 
Like our show is sponsored by freaking Gold Bar okay. Whiskey. Right. I'm not I need alcohol. Gold Bar, I need about four more bottles. Um, so you're That's upset coming. that the fans, so this ain't got shit to do with Kittle. This is that the fans celebrated it. Okay. I think, I Mike, you beef. This is this is why you got 10 followers, bro. Stop beefing with the fans, bro. I don't even tweet this kind of stuff out. It only comes out on the show. I promise you. I prom see, see. I feel you, Mike. If it was Debo, they would have been all over it. You can't name another. Who, I'm sorry. Who, who would you mean the fans would have been all over it? They would have crucified him. They would have. They, they crucified. They, they crucified Debo for requesting the trade. They crucified Debo for removing his stuff off of social media. Like if so, I get it. You're right. It's it's. I get where you're going with this. I, I just don't see anything wrong with him drinking the beer. That's my I issue. I don't have I don't have a problem with him drinking the beer at all. But the it's way this, he did it, it's a time and place for everything. They but tell the way, you to be professional. We got to walk around with the standard of professionalism, and they they tell us to cut our head, man. Don't get me. I'm all right. I, all I, right. I, I got it. No, I, I get where you, I get where you going. I'm a, I'm a, it's I'm called to, booger sugar. I like gamer. <laughs> But my point, like Michael Irvin was known for the coke, right? Like booger sugar, booger sugar. Sure. Yep. And then, and then you ain't never seen him doing it on the sidelines. You never heard nobody celebrating that stuff. Like people I were applauding. I yeah. guarantee you that there'll be people at games trying to give, uh, trying to give Kittle beers now. I guarantee you it's gonna happen. Hey man, I I don't drink beer, so no, I don't have a beer next to me, guys. I'm not a beer drinker. Like if I drink, it's gotta be ice cold, and I take it to the head. What he did, he, he pulled it right out the cooler and took it right to the head. He, I mean, that he he got your swag. All right, I'm off it. I just wanted to know if it bothered anybody else the way it was received. I get, I'm I sitting that's what it is. It's I'm sitting at my show, received. and I'm trying to figure out what the hell are they talking about with this beer thing. Like, and I'm like, why are they making something wrong with it? So, guys, you got. I see a lot of people saying there's nothing wrong. You guys got to understand. Mike got two agendas going on right now. I, I initially he was like. This is this is wrong. It's not the right place to do it. And then he switched it over to y'all. He's mad at y'all for celebrating it. So, like, blame Mike. That's what it is. Yeah. All right, I'm just guys. When they make weed legal, well, weed is legal. But when the NFL make it legal, they're gonna be passing buns all day long. All right. And like I said, PG's coming here. They had the booger sugar. Every they did. But it wasn't celebrated. In fact, they laughed at him for doing it. They nah, called nah, him the nah, cocaine nah, nah, cowboys. Nah, nah, nah. Come on, bro. They called wait, him the wait, cocaine wait. cowboys as, as a negative. It was a negative. It was not something that people walked out with signs celebrating. You're gonna see shirts with George Kittle chugging beers, bro. It's celebrated. I know one player that they that they celebrated cocaine with, and that's Lawrence Taylor. They they matter of <laughs> fact, they supplied the cocaine. Every game, it was like he don't look right today, yo. Go give him, go give him this packet. See, y'all thought it was the that oh, salt that you wake the people up with, salt, bro. It was the, nah, that was wasn't the smell of salt. salt. You wrong? That was, that wrong. was sugar boogers. Yeah, it wasn't on camera. Prove it. Yeah. <laughs> y'all think I'm joking, man? If y'all wasn't born in the area, y'all have no idea what I'm talking about, y'all young 49 whippersnappers. Oh. But those that know what I'm talking about, LT, he played some of his best football. All right, I'm gonna let it go. I'm, I'm gonna let it go. I, I apologize. George Kittle can do no wrong. 
No, 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 no. That's not where you was going with this, Mike. I need you to stick stick to where you was going with it. It's it's a it's it's a um it's a it's a it's a weird stereotype type of thing that you're going with this. Like it's like yo, so it's okay for him to do it, but if this player did it, they I would be crucified. You, yeah, I, look, even if Jimmy Garoppolo did it, they would be saying all kinds of negative shit about him. I don't know another player that could have done that on camera and been celebrated for it. and that's been all. celebrated. Okay, that's all. That's all I'm saying. So you can say it's the player, you can say it's the celebration, the time and place. <laughs> Michael, we're in a meat coat. The cast was different back in the 80s. He thought he was, uh, what's my man? He thought he was the Mac. They said I sound like an old man. I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I wasn't trying to. All right, let me get to some of the other topics because I don't want, I don't want y'all to hate me. And I and I appreciate everybody out here right now. Thank y'all for, for, for checking in with us right now. What are we up, two plus? All right, so what else did I have here? Uh oh, the Battle of the Bears. All right. So Nick Bosa was on NFL Network and he was talking about his workout routine and everything. You know, he's sitting there and uh they asked him a very interesting question. He said, you know, Joey built a um a gym for us down in Florida, and you know, we go in there and we get our workouts, just us. Every once in a while, dad will come in, throw up some weights and all that stuff. And they were like, All right, they were like, So you Joey and your dad go at it. Who's gonna who, who's the stronger one? So they asked the question along those lines, like who's gonna get the best of somebody, or who's the strongest person, or who's gonna and who do you think Nick Bosa's answer was? His dad. Gotta respect daddy, don't you? Hell you yeah. Him. It's he a said, different strength, bro. <laughs> so yeah, he said he said daddy got that country strength. He said That's he, he right. grew up. <laughs> He, said he grew up chopping wood. He was like, we didn't have that lifestyle. <laughs> that's that's real. Those real muscles, bro. That ain't that ain't dead weight. You know what I'm saying? That's yo. All right. So I tell you what, y'all want to come work out? Come work out with me in my backyard. Help me lift these motherfucking logs. Them shits is heavy as hell, bro. These tree trunks in my backyard. I'll yeah. be like, yo, man. I did it one week. I took three weeks off. So it's a four. It's a monthly thing. Takes one week, yeah. three weeks off, bro take some time that's a different type of strength though man so what that wanted me you know how we did the whole dog thing before and we brought it up uh earlier oh right? here we go all right so now what i want you to do is classify Jeez. three types of bears make the oh let me get this kind of okay you got your you got your grizzly bears you got uh -huh. your black bears uh-huh you're gonna do a panda you're gonna do a polar you're gonna do a brown bear and Which then you got you your got brown them. bears. Those are your dangerous bears. I don't think right. polar bears and panda bears are dangerous. Oh, because they all are bears. Right. So now what I want you to do is assign one to each Bosa. Which, which, and which one do we have? I think we got the brown bear. We got the brown bear. Yeah. I think, I think Joey's the black bear and dad's the grizzly bear. And dad's the grizzly bear? Yeah. All right. All right, I, I think that's the same order I would have had him in too. So I, I like that. <laughs> I'm mad at you. Because I, I need, I need, I need Nick to change his name from Small Bear. Like, don't be a Small Bear. Right. Like Nick is like Brother like, Bear. Yeah. Yeah, man. I like that. I like that, man. Y'all, these comments is crazy. Oh, I, I'm never going to catch up. I was trying to. Was trying <laughs> nah, to bro. They still on. They still on Lawrence Taylor, bro. Like yeah, this. man. They, like, they, I'm they trying to tell y'all, bro. Like that cat. Like they, yo. It was what he needed. Like, listen, hey, I ain't judging nobody. That cat was a scary motherfucker on the football field, bro. 
It's a different time, though. Different time. Yeah, it, the reason why they probably created the laws they got in the NFL now. Right. And I spoke, on- to, the, to this comment here, I spoke on Aaron Banks earlier. Um, yep. It was a little, uh, like I said, a point of contention also in the group chat. Uh, Alex, Alex Barrett. Right. Alex Barrett. One on one on one. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, uh, you know, people weren't happy about it. And I said it was one rep. I haven't heard about him getting beat all camp like how some other players were tough. Well, I mean, it could have been a rep where Alex, the, the smaller guy, got leverage. And used his weight against him. I mean, that's kind of what, you know, you don't know if I got a gun. I'm just playing. That's what that's what that's what some of these these um these arts forms of art, like you know, when you're working out, you know, it's not about you ever fight a little person and they just knew how to use your body weight. And next yeah. thing you know, yeah, like so yeah. and that's shout out to Alex Barrett then. You know, that doesn't make Aaron Banks soft. He just gotta be better and using, you know, his his, you know, his God gifted, you know, ability. Uh, I've heard he, uh, Aaron, Aaron Banks has been having a hell of a camp, so let's call it like it is. Uh, of course, and that, that that's that was reported from Trent Williams. So if you don't want to listen to Trent, then you got to take it up with the Silverback. Right, right, and that goes to this comment right here. So you take oh, yeah. it how you want. <laughs> so but you take it how you want. Didn't we have this conversation though? We sure did. We tried. I, yo, listen, I watched a video. Oh. The attack force, the upper body strength of a of a of a silverback, is unknown. It's 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 ridiculous, bro. I'm not saying bears aren't bigger, but the silverbacks got a different type of strength, man. It's like they primates, bro. Like right, <laughs> they just different. They, they just different. different. Yeah, so it's interesting, man. I like. I it, it was a fun debate, man. And there is a um, there's a YouTube page like it's like two, any two animals against each other, and they do like a they do all their like the bite force, the yes. strength, the That's weight, and all that stuff, the PSI or something. I was shit watching like that. that. Yeah, and then they'll they'll show you like a fake uh, automated one and how how the fight would end up going. They used to have a show like that on TV. I can't yeah. remember what I think it was on Discovery Channel or Animal Planet, one of those two. It was a show like that on TV. And that's what that's what the whole show was about. They would take two different animals that people would say lion versus tiger, and tigers always got disrespected. Ain't no lion beating a tiger. It's not gonna happen. But whatever. Really? Not even close. People don't realize how big tigers are. That's the problem. So tigers, but the size it's not about the size, bro. Tigers are more agile. Okay. Quicker. Well, well then that's like, that's the conversation that we were having with the, with the silverback versus the bear. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. So. You know that's that. There, there is another tweet that I want us to get to though, really quick. Let me get the comments off. Sorry, guys, if I don't, if I don't get y'all's, um, it's, please don't take it as a sign of disrespect. Um, I got another tweet over here that I want us to go over here. Uh, let me see. So we talked about George Kittle, uh, Trey Lance. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Our guy Javon Kinlaw is back and he's healthy, man. And Jordan Elliott had a really good tweet that I want to share with y'all. So check this out here. Doom, 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 doom. Let me click the right one. There it is. Boom. All right. Is it up? We up? We good? All right. It yeah, says you Javon. Gotta, you got to switch to. It's it, you got to make it. I'll do it. Oh my bad. We you got to take the, our uh, things off. The the brand. Yeah. 
I thought I had it on the thing. There it is. There you go. All right. So he says here, Javon Kinlaw had a sack on the second play of 11 on 11s today. He looks really good out there. Powerful, explosive, good get off. Adding a healthy Kinlaw to an already loaded defensive front could propel this 49ers D line into the stratosphere. Man, y'all get, man, don't, yeah. I told y'all motherfuckers about Ken Law a long time ago. Mm. Y'all was sitting there talking about he ain't gonna be, you know, DeForest Buckner. He not gonna be get off his y'all could get off. Peachy, put the eggplant, get off <laughs> Ken Law's eggplant. Where, where's your where you got the button? Push the push the <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, and it's funny because it's like, oh, he stayed hurt. Oh, this, that, and the third. Listen, he came into the NFL with injury issues. He, You guys do know when you get into the NFL, the doctors are, like, far superior than the collegiate doctors, right? Yeah, I think everybody knows. Is this another da-da-da-da-da-da moment? Like, it's common sense. These guys got money. They get better treatment. And he finally got stuff cleaned up. Then he needed mm-hmm. time to heal. Now he just right. needs reps. I don't understand why when we draft the player, they got to be right away, ready to go all out to replace a player that we got rid of. Like, that's – no. It takes a minute. Trust the process. I hate that shit, too. Trust the mm. process. Mm. Hate Philly. Well, let me ask you this question. Let's make this a fun one. I think Ken Law is going to have a hell of a season. I think he's going to be a great run stopper. I think he's going to apply a little bit of pressure like the tweet, Mike. Does anybody uh-huh. take pictures of my tweets so I can have them as receipts? Well, while you look it up, I think he's going to apply some pressure up the middle. I think he's going to be as good as. All right, here we go. I'm about to get in trouble. I think he's going to be as good as, maybe better than DJ Jones. I think that's part of the reason why the Niners were comfortable moving on from Jones this offseason. Now, with that said, what I want us to do. Is play another animal game. So you let me know when you're ready for the game. I'm going to explain the rules, though, okay? We have Trent Williams as a silverback. Mm-hmm. Ayuk is earning the respect in the name of a dog. Like, he got that dog in him. Mm-hmm. So you know who? Ayuk's the German he's Shepherd. He's the German Shepherd. He's the German Shepherd. All right. And we got Nick Bosa as the... He he's a bear. The, I call him bear? a brown bear. He's a brown, brown bear. bear. What animal are we putting on Kinlaw? That's a big dude, too. A rhinoceros. Oh, the rhino. Oh, okay. We had a rhino in the 49ers before. We did. Uh, um, Alex Boone. No. Alex uh, Boone, man. Number seven. Yeah, Alex, right. Alex Boone. You were at, All right, we, so had we, a won't rhino. Call, we won't call him a rhino then. No, I like that, though. Why not? Uh, no, you, you want to get him a different one? Oh, someone said a bull. I, I like the bull. All right, what what do y'all think out there, y'all? Let, let's get let's get it let's get an animal to apply to Javon Kinlaw. But why the why the bull? Stubborn. He's clearly stubborn. Very much so. Strong as hell. Very much so. I'm, and you don't want the horns. <laughs> I didn't want to call him. I didn't want to call him a hippo. That sounds offensive. But like them some, him fat, right? Nah, they're dangerous, bro. You ever see a hippo? Like, yeah. Uh, yeah. And they, they, they're they very temperamental, too. Oh, maybe a hippo might be perfect. A hippo might be perfect, man. But that might be going. They said kill it well, too. Somebody said a squirrel. 
Who said a squirrel? Because he I eats squirrels. squirrels. He said Buffalo, no bill. <laughs> Tanya says Sasquatch. That's what I'm talking about. Bigfoot. That's Ken. That's Ken Law, bro. The Sasquatch. That's not offensive. That's not. That's that's not worse than a whale. I mean, uh. <laughs> yo, my mom. I used to be so fat. My mom used to call me a beluga whale, yo. And I don't know if I should have got offensive about that. Like, was Baby that offensive? Beluga. Yeah. Baby beluga. <laughs> They said he's already the barbarian. Does he go by that already? He does go by the barbarian, he doesn't he? Let me, let me chill tonight. That's wanna, not an animal that. name. We're talking about an animal name. Pay attention. Animal is, name. Is the Sasquatch an animal? It's a half animal, half man, right? I'm I'm not really sure what it is. That's what it is. It's called the Bigfoot. You ain't never see Harry and the Hendersons. Yeah, but I didn't know that it was part man. I just thought it was a whole separate, like, like how a oh. gorilla is. You know, like in the same. What if we call Ken Law? You ready for this? I got the perfect name. All right, this might be getting bad. No, that's not offensive. That's not offensive because I like that actually. What was King Kong though? King Kong was a gorilla. This no, silverbacks are gorillas. What was King Kong? A gorilla, right? He was a gorilla too. Yeah, but he wasn't a silverback gorilla, was he? Nah, I know. Wait, was he just a giant ape? No, he he was. No, he was a gorilla. He didn't have a tail. He was a gorilla. Oh, apes have tails? No. Okay. Uh, we got to go watch some more Animal Planet. Orangutans don't have tails. They're, they're apes. Oh, fuck. They now, said King I, Kong is a big-ass gorilla. <laughs> let me see. Hold on. Let me see. Yo, I, y'all making me forget what I was going to say. Oh, you know who Javon Kinlo is? Is this a real... The Loch Ness Monster, bro. Mm, mythological animal. Yeah. He got the rocks. He's a okay. monster. Gorillas are a distinct genus within apes. So apes com- comprom- composes all of them without so, tail. Oh, so gorillas are apes. Right. Yes. Gotcha. Not. Yes. Yes. Yep. That's it. Okay. Thank you, Google. This is funny. You are what you eat. Squirrel. Okay. <laughs> the Taurus, which is a bull, right? That's a bull. I'm not Googling this, but I feel like this is there's a there's an answer in here. I'll Google it. Hold on. John, how do you spell that shit? What is it? Gigantopithecus. G-I-G-A-N-T-O-P-I-T-H-E. And it popped up, bro. No lie. Like it just popped up. I said oh, it. That's that's a that's a monkey. I mean, that's a <laughs> we can't call black people monkeys, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you just call them an ape. You just call them a gorilla. <laughs> Yo, I, I get it. I can't, I can't do this anymore. Uh, next topic, bro. I can't do this all right, anymore. I'm sorry. All right, we have. All right, that was it. All right, let me. Uh, here we go. Oh, it's an ox. Okay. Uh, ox. Wait, now, what's the like- ox though? Is that a bull? A cow? Ox? It's an ox. I don't know, but the <laughs> tail is good. I've had ox tail. The ox tails be and they expensive. Yeah, and uh, the prices really went up a lot since COVID. What I don't is know what an ox? Yeah, it's a bull. It's a castrated bull. Oh no, let's not castrate him. He said it's not big. He can't, he can't, he can't be an ox. He, he, he can't be an ox. <laughs> That's not that we can't do that. My nuts is bigger than yours, son. <laughs> no, he said my balls is bigger than yours. Ah uh, man. All right. All right. Let me see what else I had on the docket. We're gonna keep this show going. We're gonna keep it moving, man. Y'all have I'm having Y'all can't tell me this wasn't a fun that wasn't a fun exercise though. No, that was that was cool, right? I like that. Yeah. 
Uh, Debo breaks his silence. Let's talk about that. And then I have uh, one tweet to go over after that. So Debo had a presser, and I thought it was a lot. Of, I thought it was pretty cool, actually, um, once I got a chance to hear it. There was a lot to take away from the presser, in my opinion. So what we'll do here is we'll go tit for tat. You go first. I'll bring the tat. All right? You you bring the tit. I'll bring the tat. And we'll, we'll just talk about <laughs> – we'll just talk about – some of the big takeaways from Debo's presser. It was a much needed one. A uh, congratulations to him. Uh, and I think, well, let's let's talk. What what was? Give me a takeaway that you had from this. Um, um, how about you do the titting and I do the tatting? Cool. His agent put him up to all that shit. Yes, that was one of the biggest takeaways I had from this presser. They asked him a whole bunch of questions, and I'll I'll, I'll just pick one of them. Um, you know, someone straight up asked him, is that why you took the 49ers off of your Instagram and your Twitter, like your, your bio? And he was like, you know, a lot of stuff happened. That was, uh, it was all business. It was all business. He kept referring back to business when they asked him a bunch of different questions. Um, <coughs> damn, I got Paul, if I miss Debbie, <coughs> y'all gonna make me choke tonight between Debbie and Miss Peachy. Um, yeah. So, you know, it, it seemed like a lot of the antics, it was a media team. He he said at one point, my people. He made it sound like it wasn't even physically him doing it all the time. Um, I thought that was a big takeaway. Um, all negotiations, all business. What do you think? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> like, they. well, they did ask him about requesting the trade. As well, because they were trying to really get like after he answered those questions, they were really trying to get him to say something like different. Like, you know, why did you do you regret requesting the trade? And then he said, it's, you know, it's just it's, it's part of it's just a part of the business. You know what I'm saying? He never I, said I, no. But he, he never said, said no. Yes. He never said yes. He says a part of business. But I, I'm a 49er. So let's move on. Like and I'm happy to be and I'm happy to be a 49er. Yeah, I'm sorry. Yes. Like, I, didn't, I didn't put the semantics into yeah, you're right. Not because for someone like me who I told y'all I was done with the kid, like that's important to me. But that right, because for him to say that, yeah. But you knew you knew like we all knew that this was what was gonna go down. You all knew that the 49ers wanted Debo. Y'all thought y'all knew that the 49 that Debo didn't want the 49ers, but guys, that was a crock of bull crap because he like he his agent, his team, right, mm-hmm. was trying to get Debo. This it's the same thing shit we doing with Jimmy. Like we're trying to build up the brand. We're trying to build him up. We're trying to make him more worth than you know what I'm saying? We wanna and the main thing that they were trying to do was speed up the fucking process. Debo probably wanted this done a long time ago, but the team takes his time. The team probably wasn't budging, and then the team didn't give in. Now, I got a question, and and, and not to go all the way off of the topic, but um, when was I need to? I don't know this by heart, and I should. When was George Kittle signed? When was Fred Warner signed? End of July and August. End of Same July, time. like as far as the thirty first. Same. I don't know if it was the exact. Well, that's first. what I want to know because th- we we need to one see. Was, the, no, I'm saying one was signed in August, the other one, one was signed, signed in July. In July, yeah. Kittle was so in August, is- so it took Kittle longer to get the mm-hmm. deal. You know what I'm saying? So the 49ers do their due diligence, man. They work on their own clocks. 
apparently they don't care what you do as far as your antics mm-hmm. and behind the closed doors you know the the national media is saying that oh these guys are far away they weren't far away did you hear mm. my biggest takeaway was his relationship with Kyle Shanahan and he said they tight as hell they're all, did I not say that though Mike did I not say I in the 25th hour Kyle gonna give him a call be like Debo stop playing you ready to, you ready to suit exactly up? Exactly what you said. That's exactly what you said. He did the same thing with Trent Williams because Parag Varate won't play around with numbers. Where was Trent about to take his ass, bro? To a bro. team that wear red and look like ketchup and mustard. Mm. Mm. Trent was almost a Kansas City Chief. Almost Let's keep chief. it a buck on it. Almost a Chief. But in the 25th hour, like you said. Kyle Shanahan. It's the yep. relationships. That's why Kyle is so intricate to this team. You guys talk about certain players not coming here. I don't care who the player is. I think Kyle Shanahan has the ability to stoop down to a player's level and bring the player up to his level. That's what you call a mother freaking teacher. Excuse me, a good teacher. Yeah, yeah, a leader of men. Yeah, he's, he's getting better. He's getting better, man. And, you know, you spoke about Trent Williams. My biggest takeaway is oh, the fact that he said, I wasted the whole, whole week. week. And this is this is what I thought was cool about that. Not a single picture, not a single tweet. Trent Williams spoke when OTAs first started and said, I, I, I made it very clear to Debo that if he needs somebody to talk to, I'm here. The veterans on this team that have gone through this, myself, Fred Warner, and George have all told him if he needs to talk to us, we are here. And he took him up on that offer. He went and spent a whole week with him, and they didn't let it out. You know why they couldn't let it out? Because then they lose that leverage. All the antics all of a sudden get reversed if we find out, oh, you hanging out with, with Trent. You hanging out with the Niners players. You, you Like, you ain't, you ain't trying to go nowhere if you're still hanging out with them. He had to hold up this image advised by his agent that he wasn't happy here, that he didn't want to be around the team. And it's part today, of the game. And then, like Miss Debbie says here in this in this comment here, he said there was a whole lot I could say, but they are saying I can't. He was restricted in what he could and couldn't say. That's it. That's it. This Debo wanted to be here. He wanted to be here. He wants to be here. And then he ended the presser by saying, "I go to the Super Bowl." Like I, I don't know what else y'all wanted from that man. I, I honestly, I would have asked. I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm not, I'm not gonna say I'm a pocket watcher. But I would have been like, "Do you have any big purchases in mind?" Yeah, I like hearing about. I'm serious. I like hearing about players who want to buy their parents a house. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or you know, this church that I grew up going to is falling apart. I'm gonna get them a new church. So, like, I like hearing things like that. So it's not so much pocket watching, but I always like, like, you can't. Like, how they gonna give money. back to those that invested in them? It's kind of dope. He I takes like care of his mom too. Yeah, I, I like his mom hearing is that funny. Kind of stuff. So, I, you know, I thought I thought that would have been a, a dope question, but I guess maybe they probably they're, they're probably advised not to ask about money. You know what I'm saying? So, no, nah, because when the rookies get signed, they ask the they ask rookies sometimes, like, "What you gonna do now? You got your rookie contract? What you gonna?" Do? So, yeah, they they ask those questions, bro. They well, didn't I, care about that though. They they only cared about like they wanted to get down to the nitty gritty and understand like how did this even come about? Like, I'm like. Did, like, why did you like a cowboy picture? And why did you say you wanted to request? Why did you request a trade? And, you know, whatever, whatever. Oh, I like. And are there any restrictions about you being a running back or wide back? That cat didn't say had there was zero restrictions. 
zero restrictions. He said, look, y'all, y'all heard what I said at the Pro Bowl. Watch my film at the Cowboys game. I'm like, So he made another reference to the Cowboys, Mike. But that one you was cool with. <laughs> I'm I'm petty. I know I'm, I'm, I know I'm petty. And yeah, I know I'm petty. And I do want to shout out Kali because Kali knew from the jump that this was all this is I'm I'm just gonna tell you this. That's how I would I would have did business the same way. I was cool with everything except liking the Cowboys picture. That you were, you were. I told everybody. I said, "Look, I'm I'm mad at this, but I understand with his age and everything, he needs to get extended now, not later." I, not I was later. very clear on it. I was very clear on it. So I, I just want y'all to know how I felt, how I still feel. You know what I'm saying? Now, now we got one more thing that we got to get to. Oh yeah, but no, he said that uh, the wide back is here to stay. Like he's not going nowhere. That's what he That's said. Thing. Uh, he said, I said what I said at the Pro Bowl, like I meant it. Da, 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 da. Like, and it's cool. It's so clear that he wanted to say something along the lines of, I had to do that. It was part of the negotiation. But he's not allowed to say that. It's it was so cool. But you like, know, but you know that. Like right. you gotta know that. You can't be like you have to understand that these players are commodities, they're entities. They're businesses. They're, they literally get 1099s. You get a 1099, you're a freaking business. So you have to understand that they have to do everything in their possibility to build their brand, protect their brand, and make the most for their brand. Because if they don't, guess what they're going to be? Out of business. Exactly. So you're absolutely right. So I need people to understand that. And I know people are not going to like it. I know people might not agree with it. I know people may call people out of their names. There's no need for any of that because all he is doing is building and protecting his brand. I felt like Debo built his brand. He built his brand right here in San Francisco. They drafted him in the second round. He went out there, battled through injuries, had a healthy season, and proved that he could be one of the best wide receivers in the NFL. He gave you an all-pro season, and you still have mother saying that he got to go out there and prove it again. What the f- what, what is wrong with you? Prove it again? Oh, yeah. it could be a fluke. Y'all crazy, yo. That ain't how it work. Right. That right. ain't how it work, especially, especially when you got guys on the rise, Mike. I don't, that's why I don't like coming on the show because Mike don't ever let they talk. He just let me talk. Especially when you got guys – Rising up, you just told me, Mike, the other day. Ayuk's targets is going to get bigger. Jawan Jennings' targets is probably going to get smaller because he can't catch. And then there's other. I'm just playing Jawan. And then it's like, so, so you get what I'm saying? Like, so Debo may not be able to produce what he did, but he's already an All Pro. And then with that title comes different shit. What did they start doing to George Kittle? Triple teaming him. <laughs> Making sure he he wasn't the guy catching the ball. That's what happens. He's he's gonna get the he's gonna get the coverage. All Why pineapples won't come down this glass for me, bro. I didn't know you like pineapples like that too, bro. Pineapples is blazing. I just they won't come food. down this glass for me. I gotta like scoop them out. This is embarrassing. Pineapples. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got one more thing for it before we wrap up, man. And then we could shoot the shit or we could just wrap up and go home. Okay. All right. But this one, we talked about the one-on-ones today and how Aaron Banks lost one to somebody 250 pounds. 
But there was somebody else whose name I caught in the one-on-ones that I was actually pretty excited about. All right? And it's another offensive lineman, believe it or not. So it better be my guy. Here, oh, we ain't about to get hyped. You want, I'm gonna let you read this one. I'm gonna let you read this one. Oh, wait, we gotta take the thing off. Spencer Bertha! No, That's I'm it. telling you, this kid is That's gonna it. be a problem, 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 problem. I'm telling you. What's it down, bro? And fourth round pick, Matt Brown's reported. Fourth round pick, Spencer Burford is taking every first team rep at right guard this summer. Today also was the first day of one-on-one pass rush drills between D and O linemen. I had Burford either winning or battling to draw on all four of his matchups. A strong day for the rookie. That kid got strength. Mm. Mm. I, I want everybody to know that he's not a freaking right guard, ladies and gentlemen. He is a tackle. But the fact that they're shaping him up and he's performing well at this spot is only going to be great for the 49ers. Why? Because next season, when they move on from Mike McGlinchey, they push him back to where his natural position is, and then they bring in some of the other guys that they're developing at the guard position. This is going to be crazy, bro. I, yo, Spencer, let me first of all, he's probably watching the show. And and Spencer, if you're watching the show, bro, I just want to say that you're a real one and you know what that means. And if y'all don't know what that means, I can show you my DMs. Me and this cat talk like like I, I'm like he like he my friend. Like I'm like, no, oh snap. Don't show the DMs. Don't show the he was, okay. he, he was kidding. He was kidding, Spencer. My bad, Spencer. I just I just want people to know that you're a real one, bro. And I think that's that's dope, yo. Cause you don't have to do that. You don't have to take time out of your day to check your, your messages or things like that. Like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And 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 players when they do that, it's dope. But I'm gonna tell you, man, I'm gonna tell you right now, he doesn't even have Mike, his grown man strength yet. He don't. And you know, I've heard players, prominent players, talk about how he's so good, like he, he does stuff like he don't know he ain't supposed to be doing yet. You know what I mean? I've I've heard interviews, I've heard pressers where other players are talking about him like like this kid doesn't know that like you know that's not supposed to happen as a rookie. You're not supposed to be doing X, Y, and Z already in a good way. Like you're not supposed to be able to recover this fast in the NFL. You know what I mean? Like you're not supposed to be. They're really pumping this kid up and breezy. I don't think this is lip service. No, no, I don't I, think it's lip service because they had the media. The 49ers media had no problem blasting Aaron Banks. The second round pick. This dude's a four. This guy's a fourth round pick, and they're praising him like that. I I haven't seen. Listen, I've heard that the offensive line is terrible. I haven't heard a lot of negative about him either, man. Am I wrong? No, no. Look, he is he going to lose some battles for sure, right? There's a learning curve. He still has to get. He has to go up against different defensive. Uh, linemen and things like that. They're going to have different moves. He's going to be playing some of the best defensive linemen in the league. They're definitely like, but he's getting whipped into shape in the right way. Plus, he's playing out of position. And I just want to own in on that part. Like, he's really playing out of position. But the fact that he's showing how many guys do the 49ers bring in here and they play them out of position and they struggle? Like, well, he's not sure. Sh- all of them. Yeah. Yeah. So, so this is a good thing to have. This is a good, a good, good situation for him to be in. All he has to do is keep going out there, making the best of his opportunities. That cat yeah. will be starting for the 49ers, I would say, next year, one hundred percent. 
might be starting this year. You know, it, it, right, right. <laughs> I'm sorry, right but like what I meant. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, I was gonna say, cause I'm listen, man. Um, you know, Tanya just said it in here. She's hearing good things about Banks also, and I, I said that earlier in the show. You know, like it's it's funny. The guards are supposed to be the point where we were like, "What's going to happen here?" Yeah, I think I think that the biggest issue is going to be center, but um, I like I like the I, I think the offensive line once they get their continuity down, mm. then it's going to be fine. Yeah. Right now they're working on continuity and it's inconsistent, right? Because Trent Williams is light. The Mike McGlinchey has light practices. Those guys aren't given. They're not out there the whole time. So you're getting a lot of more looks from the other players, right? They're they're out there. They're not out there with Trent. Trent's not there to sit there and and tell Banks, look, you need to be here, guys. Do y'all forget that Trent Williams and Lake and Tomlinson like didn't get along year one? I forgot. I didn't. I don't. I don't think I forgot it. I didn't know that. Yeah, the, when they traded for Trent, like they they were miscommunicating, not get along, but as far as like football, oh, 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 the, the cohesion, yeah, the cohesion. Yeah, okay, yeah, like they they weren't they, they weren't gelling. And I don't know what happened because I, I remember a lot of people thought that Trent wasn't a captain. Like they were like, oh, he's not Joe Staley. He can't be. He doesn't know how to talk to the players. And I'm like, yo, you got Trent just got here, bro. Y'all got to get that guy, man, to get settled in, man. He don't know these people like that. You just can't come in here and lead people that you don't know. You got to test the waters. Out. You got to see who people are. But I tell you what, Trent helped Lakin Tomlinson become a pro bowler. Now what? And and he helped Lakin Tomlinson get a deal. Now what? Talk y'all talk now. That's how dope Trent is. Yeah. Yeah, no, I couldn't have said it any better, man. Um, I see, I see the TDP in here. Uh, a couple of comments about uh, Ty Davis Price. Uh, listen, Trey, I had Trey, him, Trey Sermon is running back too, guys. Just want y'all well, to know. Well, this is scary because I, I, I was hoping that TDP would emerge as running back one. All right, I got you. Let me go ahead and, and block these. I don't know how these sex people get in. I got, oh, I had them. Now uh, two other ones popped up. No, um, you, you got it. You just I, I had TDP going down as uh running back one, mm. but I was listening to you and Chapman's show earlier, and y'all have your eyes on another running back. Bro, where they, where the hell are y'all gonna fit? It's because Jordan, you know what? You know what you know you know how Kyle Shanahan's a genius. And let me explain to you why he's a genius. And he surrounds himself. Kyle Shanahan is Dr. House. You ever watch that show? It's based out of Jersey. Of course I watched that show. Are you kidding me? I thought House was based out of Boston. No, it was Princeton. Princeton Hospital. Princeton Medical. I always thought it was Boston. Okay. Oh. I could be wrong. Anyway. So oh, you well, go ahead. No, I could be wrong. I, it's okay. So what I'm trying to say is yes, Kyle is the genius behind everything, but he surrounds himself with younger geniuses like younger minds, like different minds. You get what I'm saying? And then that's when Kyle, that's when the light bulbs start coming on. That's what you do as a coach. Whoever brought Jordan Mason, whoever scouted him and brought him to Kyle Shanahan's attention, they deserve a round of applause. Because what Jordan Mason is doing right now as an undrafted guy, and this is why I say Kyle's a genius, Kyle takes these guys that are undrafted for two reasons. Reason number one, they're cheap. Reason number two, they play with chips on their shoulders. 
Why? Because don't nobody else want him. You going to give me a chance, coach? All right, cool. I'm going to come back out here, and I'm going to do this and do that. Thank you, DJ Malone. I only put that up there because that's where I graduated from. I graduated from Plainsboro. That's what's up. Yeah. And so – no, and so and, and so having this Jordan Mason kid outshine uh, these running backs, like we've seen it before. We saw Elijah Mitchell. What was he? A fifth round pick, sixth round pick, outshine the third round pick. Like this, they, they, some guys just come in more ready. Andy Smith. Some guys come in way more hungry. Lake City says this is an Anthony Lynn pick. I wouldn't be surprised. He got. Two running backs. He got a guy he drafted because I know I know Lynn. I can tell you right now, TDP is an Anthony Lynn pick. You think so? I know so. I know so. Mm. I'm out of it, man. Bell Cow like, running back. Psh, listen, I like the kid, man. He, as long as he can stay healthy, we'll be all right. Speaking of staying healthy, this is gonna be the last thing we touch on before we get out of here, y'all. We want to thank y'all for checking us out so far, man. Nothing but nine. We've been rocking, man. Wayne Breezy, hardest man working, hardest working man in the industry right now, is doing his 50th show for the night and he's gonna rest soon. Okay. But <laughs> speaking of staying healthy, Trent Williams has only played in 16 games twice. Okay. In his entire career. We'll be going with this, Mike. Who's our backup left tackle if Trent goes down? I think Colton McKivitz is the guy. I think that's the guy that got the backup work last year when Trent missed the games. And I think Kyle Shanahan is comfortable uh, in putting him in, in, in there as that left tackle, bro. Okay. Okay. That's all I wanted to know. I, there was nothing. I wasn't setting up nothing. I wasn't leading in anything else. No, that's a, that's that's a great question because you got to have it. The question is, how many – the, the real question you should be asking is, how many offensive linemen are we going to keep? Eight. Because that's where it gets tricky. Because we got a whole slew of guys that may be on the practice squad. And then the question is, who's going to be swing tackle? You're hearing Justin School's name. Is he having a decent camp? You're also hearing that Jalen Moore is struggling. Like, there's a lot of players that still need time to develop. So the way I'm looking at it is just like, hey, who's going to be, what, the eight guys on the offensive line? How many offensive linemen are we taking? I I think eight. I can look up the – I can see how many we kept last year real quick. I think it's eight, right? 49ers. You got your starting five. You got your swing tackle. And then you keep two more guards, right? Yeah. And and this is why this is why they're doing this with Daniel Brunskill, bro. Like this is why they're trying to get him to play because they 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 can use him as guard and they they can use him as emergency center. They kept three guards. Three guards. Four tackles. That's seven. Four tackles. And a center. One center. That was it. So it's going to probably be the same thing. Eight. Let's, let's go. Let's do it. Let's do it. Who's going to be oh. the center? Is it Jake Brindle? Yes. All right. So you got Jake Brindle. That's your center. So now you got seven more. Who's going to be the four tackles? <clears throat> you got you got Trent, Colton. Trent, Colton. Mike. Mike. I Is... Is uh, is uh, is what? What's more classified as? He, he, he they got guard. They want him to play guard. Like he was drafted as a tackle, but they want him to play guard. Uh, who's gonna be our other tackle? It's probably gonna come down to Justin School. Is, is, think, is it school? 
I don't think any of the other guys would be there. I think school might end up being the swing. Damn. As far I as your can't... guards, yeah. It's crazy, right? As far as your guards, you got Banks. You uh-huh. got Burford. Uh-huh. And we need one more, right? It's probably going to be Jalen Moore. Who am I leaving out? Did we have Brunskill on? We, and we left out Brunskill. So it's probably going to be Brunskill, not Jalen Moore. See where I'm going with Brunskill, this? Brunskill is guard center. Yeah, but he's still going to be classified as a guard. Yes, yeah, yeah. So yeah, there's your I'm, three I'm, guards. That versatility, he's probably going to make it. Right. So Jalen so Moore is gone? That's crazy. We ain't say Burford. Oh, yeah, I did. Say- I, I said Burford oh. and Banks. Oh, Bur- okay, Burford. Okay, Burford okay. Banks Brunsky. <clears throat> so no Poe, no West. The, the developmental guys. I think those are guys that'll be able to clear waivers and they'll be in your practice squad, which is what the 49ers need. I want to change. I want to change my answer. Okay. Who was our backup tackle? We said. Uh, we said. Uh, so we got Justin School as the swing. All right, I'm gonna take him off. Okay. And I'm gonna keep. I'm gonna keep West. So you think they're gonna keep two centers? I'm saying that only off of financial because of the guarantee he got. And I know it don't mean anything. You know, like uh, that that kid, KD Cannon, had the biggest guarantee of any unsigned, uh, undrafted free agent that year. Yeah. I think <clears throat> I think Wes had the biggest one. So we know it doesn't mean that they're going to make the roster because they cut him, they cut KD Cannon before cuts. You know what I'm saying? So they don't mean anything. But I think I, I liked him a lot, and I hope that they liked him too. But I haven't heard a lot about him. You know what I'm saying? I haven't heard a lot about him. All right. DJ Malone has a question. He says, weird question. Do y'all think TDP could be a 2,000-yard rusher in the future? Uh, it is possible for Debo to accomplish at the wide back, 1,000 yards rushing, 1,000 yards receiving like Roger Craig. 2,000 yards rushing? Do you see that in TDP? Kyle will never let it happen. It, he, no, it's, it's too much to go around. He's going to be uh, the bell cow, but he doesn't have to be the bell cow that has to score all the points like on some Derrick Henry stuff <laughs> like or, or how Adrian Peterson was used. Like, you know what I mean? And those guys are, in my opinion, they're overused. I mean, I, I can right. see Derrick Henry. I might not. I'm, he might not be the guy you want to draft the fantasy po- football right away. Like you might want to wait on him because he's coming back off the in- injury. Right. And they overuse him. Now, they do got Traylon Burks there. But we got to see how it kind of works out there in Tennessee. But as far as TDP, you, you, I, I would uh, thousand yard rusher. We, we've drafted too many running backs for him to get the bulk of the carries. They really do like Elijah Mitchell. Yes, uh, and, they, and, and the Forty Nine are hoping running for backs, Right. Uh, I said the Forty Nine like to keep a plethora of running backs. Right. Well, they've needed them, so. You know, uh, and we're hoping for a reemergence from uh, or an emergence, I should say, from uh, Trey Sermon. Yeah. So all, all that can't be true. Now, he did say in the future, but I, I just I don't see it happening. I mean, so, I, I, unless some of those c- contracts expire and now you're going with him like he's on some Frank Gore stuff. He's the sole back and you got a different back. Then that changes the situation. But, but you I don't think get he like 150 speed. yards a game. Right. What's what's yeah. 2000 divided by 17? Where am I? I don't think he has the speed, which is something I think he's going to need. He's he's got some speed now, but he's not. He don't have that uh, long distance speed. You know how like you know how Derek. You mentioned Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry will hit a gear 
and stay in that gear. True. He that that's exactly the speed he has. Once he gets accelerated, he hits a gear. So two thousand divided by seventeen. Oh, it's not one hundred fifty. It's only one seventeen. That's it. One hundred seventeen. I tell you what. If Kyle were to commit himself to having just one back a game, then it is possible. I just don't think Kyle will do that. Is that is that fair to say? I do. Between, between Trey Lance running, between Mixon and Debo Samuel, even with just one back, that's really, really hard to do for 17 straight games. So I don't think so. I don't think so. Yep. I don't think so. In fact, I would not be surprised if we didn't have a 1,000-yard rusher on the roster this year. That wouldn't surprise me at all. It's a lot of balls to go around, bro. Yeah, but Kyle sticks with the hot handball. Like, if Elijah Mitchell is hot, he sticks with him. That's Kyle Shanahan. It's always been that. Yeah, he's been inserting different guys because of injuries, bro. So I disagree. Look at 2019, right? Yeah, it was Moster. And and Coleman. He went back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. He always alternated. That's yeah, but, that, but but that's two backs. That's what I mean. I'm I'm, I'm talking about. You said we, when you say the back, we got like three, four running backs. So against the two backs, I agree, it's going to be some type of back and forth, and it depends on the game plan. Do I need to ground pound more? Do I need speed or whatever, whatever? And I, if if Kyle is smart, he would utilize. He would he would bring thunder and lightning in every game. The question is, is it going to be the same two backs every game? Or is it going to be a mixture? Because I think Kyle right. Shanahan has a, a special connection with Jermichael Hasty, bro. Like, Hasty's probably the best pass catching back we got. Except for that one in the NFC Championship game. But he. All right. Yeah. I'll just say, yeah. I'll just say, yeah. Because I was, I was, I was going to say, um, a, you know, the, the, I don't know. The running back room is, is weird. It's really weird. And we, we just got to see how it shakes out because Kyle mentioned something that I I can't remember the exact word about Elijah Mitchell. So, no. Okay. He said he mentioned about his, they asked him about his roster and he said, we have the roster to attack any opposing team we go against. So you, how you were talking about, is it going to be ground and pound or is uh, it going to be, I see what I'm saying. So he, he's well aware of what he has here. It was, it was a question about the roster around Trey Lance. We can attack any way we need to. If a, if a team is susceptible to deep passes, we have those weapons here to do that. If a team is, you know what I'm saying, if they're vulnerable against, uh, you know, power, power runs up the middle, we can do that. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's well aware of what he has here, and he's going to put together a game plan every week for every single opponent. It's not going to be, this is our offense, I dare you to stop us. It's going to be, this is what you struggle against. I'm coming. Right. So he has a he has a plan. He has weapons of mass destruction. Boom. That's it, man. All right. I think we're done for the night, man. Y'all been great. Breezy, you know what time it is, man. It's time for final thoughts, bro. How we wrap up all these shows, man. What you got for me, bro? Leaving with something good. <sighs> look, man. No look. Training camp has been nothing but great. 
uh, right now they're going through the evaluation process. So you're going to see guys get, you know, certain guys get in there, get reps, whatever. They got to test these guys out. They got to they got to get these guys tested into the waters and through the fire and all that good stuff. I want to say, guys, don't worry about certain things, especially when it comes to this quarterback getting stuff right. Let him go out there and iron out his wrinkles. He's going to be great. You saw that he had a great day after a couple of down days, even though I didn't think there was context to his down days, but people don't care about context. But he had a great day. And at the end of the day, the 49ers are looking to be great, right? Their mindset is Super Bowl or bust. That's their mindset. You heard Drake Greenlaw say it. Look, man, you heard Samson Ebukam say, look, that's all we care about is winning the Super Bowl. Because you know why? They got so close. They got so close. And I know Ebukam wants to beat the snot dookie doc doc out of the Rams, yo. I know he does. I know he feels some type of way. And remember, he wasn't fully acclimated to the 49ers way last year. So just imagine how he's going to be this year. Now he's back to edge rushing, which is what he was coming doing in college. College, yeah. Yeah. So just just stay faithful, y'all. That's all it is. Stay faithful. All right. I like it, man. You're absolutely right, man. Ebukam was talking about that. You know, like uh, it took a while for me that I was an edge, uh, edge guy, edge rusher in college, and then they moved me to linebacker, and then I had to move back to edge. So it was a little bit of a transition. But he talked about Coach Eric. I got a really, really good coach over here. And that's what I'm going to leave y'all with. Guys, we have a really, really good coach here. We have a really good coach. And I really think it's time, man. I it It's it's always frowned upon to come out and pick your team to go to the Super Bowl early, especially with a, a new starting quarterback and all the different things. You, you know, it's just always frowned upon. You can't say that. You can't say that. But as things get closer and closer, the more I'm hearing about Trey Lance being tested, the better I'm hearing about how he's doing in those tests. I'm hearing I'm hearing Debo come in and, and insert himself right back in the mix and getting out there and, and just – bringing some energy, right? Debo come out there and all of a sudden the wide receivers are fighting. Y'all take it for what, what y'all want. I think it's a great sign. I think energy is back on this offense. I think Kyle Shanahan is finally ready to say, I am going to outshine my defensive coordinator. And think about how good we all say this defense is. That's a scary, scary mixture. I just want to say that Debo's presence <laughs> is so important to that offense. You'll see it week one. Don't you're not going to see it in training camp. You don't need to see it in training camp. You need the other guys to get brought up to speed. But week one, if y'all know the Debo that we know, that Mike and I know, if y'all know that Debo. Well, he leaves it all out on the field every single week. Watch how this offense start clicking. Just watch. It's going to be crazy. That's it. Let's go home, man. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always remain faithful, y'all. Peace. We all gas, no brakes, pumped up. No fakes, we spinning, we winning, we high stakes, we never miss, we all makes. Look at us dudes trying to prove, bringing you news with nothing to lose. Mike, Nick, Tony, Wayne, Method Man, we bring the pain. Hey, see, I'ma confess it. We under the pressure. If you looking to find us.
them nothing but niners. Nothing but niners. We nothing but niners.